Rolling. Fred and Loney's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 825, April 7th, 2022. 83 degrees on this day in 1991, 6 degrees in 1936, and man alive, is that a popular ice out date. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1925, 1929, 1935, and 1988. And White Bear Lake went out on this day in 1931. 1976, 1988, uh, 1991, and 2004. These, of course, are brought to you by Aquaside. And I uh, am pleased to know that I have a note that said uh, from uh, uh, Steve Mulholland in the the belly of the beast in Minneapolis, I'm sure that your sponsor, Aquaside, will be pleased to know that the ice has already gone out on Spoon Lake. Fantastic. It went out last week. Uh, and uh, I never knew there was an actual Spoon Lake in the state of Minnesota. It's over by Keller. It's in Ramsey County. I always assumed it was a mythical radio creation. What am I going to find out next, that you're a real mayor? Uh, and <laughs> he, he sent me that information. Thank you. Aquaside's been keeping your lakefront beach free of weeds for more than 60 years with a great line of control products that control algae and... Uh, Why did I... Where did I put my sheet? I just had it. Well, they're a White Bear Lake company, are they not? Absolutely, they are. Aquaside pellets. I always liked that uh, that spot that Bob Lang did for them years ago. And as Joe mentioned yesterday, it'll take care of your fish. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. They'll the take fish. care of everything. The Aquaside pellets are the nifty product. You just fan them out over the weedy area. They work quickly. They're safe and uh, very easy to use. And they've been... Uh, that's a very popular seller. They're local. They're in White Bear Lake. Easy to order online. And they normally ship the same day. Or you can call Aquaside... Describe your problem. They'll tell you exactly what you need. 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom and occasionally Kenny. Every day. Every day. Here is your flashlight king, (laughs) fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor. Mr. Mayor. Joe Sushi. Very briefly. Very briefly. Ruck, I know how much um, you love fails by the mayor. Yes. So yesterday, uh, one of the new campaigns we have is for our friends at Giants Ridge. And they have a social media campaign in which uh, we film Joe uh, talking about whatever's on the show and then discussing Giants Ridge. And it's a social media video. Very smart. While we were filming it with the cell phone, he was talking into the mic. I know. Okay, that was so uh, funny. Can't thank that you enough for the so time. Funny. He's over here, and I'm right here like this. Was he, was he like Tony Bennett on Jeopardy with his buzzer? Yes. I can't thank yeah. you enough for the time to be here today. That's exactly what he was doing. I love it. That's great. Uh, Alec Baldwin doing Tony Bennett. It's just a great, great. It's just a great thing. Uh, good morning, Johnny Height. Oh, Hi there, yeah. fellas. How are you? Served a one-day suspension, and you're I back, know. and that's yeah. fine. I'm glad to have you back. Well, let me just lie. Did you learn anything? Once again, for screwing up, I did screw up, and and I do. I have gotten out of this though. There's a lot of great jailers out there. I got a lot of messages from people that were very, very nice, very pleasant, and I appreciated all of those. Every single one of them. I and really, really speaking care. of social media, uh, yes, today when I dialed in Mr. Height, um, I have to assign a username to him. <laughs> yes. You and do. I've tweeted out this photo. He was assigned the name Tucker. Oh, for today, hey, Tucker. You guys remember the blur? I, sure do. Yeah, I love sure. the blur. Yeah. I think it was great. Patrick who named him the blur. 
Yes, because yeah. he, he moved just around. Darted so, around yes. and just, <laughs> Joe, at the risk of being redundant, weather and warning sirens are tested every month on the first Wednesday at 1 p.m. local time. While the sirens can be activated manually, at least in St. Paul and Ramsey County, we normally rely on the National Weather Service to activate them from their office in Chanhassen. This is all done by a secure Internet connection to one or more of the three control computers in Ramsey County. The test consists of a one-minute alert and a one-minute warning signal. This week is Severe Awareness Week in Minnesota. Other states have different weeks designated. Uh, in Minnesota today, there is a statewide tornado drill at 1.45 p.m. and 6.45 p.m. I told you yesterday, we're having, we're having our sirens today. And you said, no, they're always on a Wednesday. They, they are. The, the guy's monthly. reading it. You're reading it right now that says they're always on a Wednesday at 1. Oh, wait that was the a, monthly. Wait a minute then. It's tornado week, so they're going to practice those right. today. Boom. Exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. All right, thanks, Blur. Thanks, <laughs> was, that, was that from Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. let me say hi, Scott. It's yeah. been uh, 100 years. Mm -hmm. uh, hope you're doing fine. And, he uh, knew his stuff. Huh? He knew his stuff. Oh, yeah. Or knows, I should say. Uh, the According to a, a piece of material I just got from Zip, uh, the United Nations General Assembly voted today to suspend Russia from its human rights body. The vote to remove Russia from the Human Rights Council comes several weeks after the country invaded Russia. Okay. The count was 93 in favor of the resolution, 24 against. Who are could those, be who are against it? Are they Russian votes? And 58 abstentions. Russia is yeah. not only committing human rights violations, it is undermining international peace and security, says Sergei Kistelisa, Ukraine's permanent representative to the U.N. prior to the vote. I still, I don't trust the U.N. But would the 24 votes be Russian voters? Can I ask? No, uh, no, no. One, one question. What difference does this suspension make? Right. Not a damn thing. All right. That's, That's my question. These sanctions are nothing. Can I say on the air what I said off the air, <laughs> even though it was outrageous and yeah, you go probably ahead. stupid? You go ahead. Uh, we need to have a, a vote to a bomb the uh, a, a UN vote to bomb the living hell out of Russia. Let's start World War III. And if you vote against this in the UN, we're going to bomb the hell out of you. So that makes China and <laughs> Russia right away World War III. We're coming for you. Okay, I think many people will be grateful and relieved that you dump this in the lap of the UN because they will never do such a thing <laughs> and uh, because they have a history of not accomplishing Des, uh, based on Kenny's that. comments, can you please issue the following? Oh, that's a hot sports take. There we go. <laughs> yes. Thank you for allowing me to act and say something. Feel better? Things. Feel relieved? I do. I do. Tiger is underway at the Masters. He's one under. Through, I think he's two under now. Two under through about seven. He's playing. He really looks good. We, we uh, thought last, win this thing. We thought last year he was going to be six feet under. Yeah. Right. He, he damn near lost death, his leg. Right. Okay, everybody, how are you today? Hey. Uh, Mind your good. own business. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact, though, that they're talking about Tiger playing the Masters, and they say throughout his career he went through a, a tough divorce, uh, the, the car crash, and they're making it sound like his life was so difficult. He made his life difficult. Yeah, we're, we oh. know that. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's silly oh, that these news operators. That's a hot sports Thank take. you, Des. <laughs> You're still here? Yesterday, Rook uh, and John, you weren't here. You were suspended. You weren't even allowed to listen to the show yesterday, were you, or did you? Well, I, I did. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. 
I, I was a little dark yesterday uh, because I look around the world and I just find no leadership anywhere. Right. I just don't know what's happening. And and uh, we were even musing about where where in the world right now could you go to live and and be away from the craziness. Turks and Caicos. Uh, Scott from Inver Grove, never never afraid and always pushing back, said he and the CP spent last week in Foley, Alabama, visiting her sister. We purposely stayed in an Airbnb located in neighboring Alberta. Not Alberta, Alberta, Alabama. E-L? Po- yeah, population 1,500. The owner of the property aptly named our accommodations the shack. It was basically a small barn converted into a cabin, isolated from not only the property owner's house, but all other neighbors. No internet, no television, mm-hmm. and a crow's nest staircase to get up to the queen yeah. bed on the second floor. Yeah, cool. check, every, uh, <laughs> check every photo hanging on the wall to make sure that the, the eye patch doesn't come out and you can look left and right. You know? what, what, what are you doing here? You're ruining I'm reading this. Oh, you know that place is loaded with cameras. You just know it. Rookie and I can't Every morning we awoke to the chatter of various <laughs> songbirds. In the evening, a chorus of frogs ratcheting from the adjacent pond. Uh, on several nights, our only entertainment was using my phone to listen to the GL podcast. It reminded me of what it must have been like during the age of radio, and it was refreshing. When we told folks we were going to southern Alabama, they cringed with disdain. Uh, based upon long-held stereotypes about the South and the belief that rednecks rule the South. But I can attest, mm-hmm. the people of Alberta were some of the most friendly and hardworking people I've ever experienced in years. Uh, every morning I got up to grab some Java at the Marathon gas station. Boy, I bet that was good. Right. A few miles down the road. A steady stream of pickup trucks driven by blue-collar GLer types dotted the single-lane road. In my opinion, Minnesota nice is a myth. Uh, Kenny was a genius getting the hell out of this town, and I bet he sees what I experienced last week on a daily basis. The uh, whole experience is wonderful. It reminded me that there still are places to live in our country that haven't been spoiled by the city it's we live amongst in the Twin Cities. All right, very nice. And you're quaint. You're, sounds you're, quaint. Your concern is the minute you heard Airbnb, you you thought there would be mischief. In well, Alberta, oh. I'm seeing a, uh, a a bedroom closet that uh, fits four. As a guy that just utilized Airbnb a week ago, I concur. That's why that's the first thought that came to mind. Because I did what Kenny told me to. I went through every mirror, every picture, yeah. every outlets, outlet, did you check, light bulbs, and you didn't find a thing. Pictures. Right? Everything. Found a couple things. It's there. I got to check this one. <laughs> you didn't find a thing. I did not. I did not find yeah. a thing. Yeah. You didn't look hard enough. Uh, Wait, is there one in the fridge? Right. Let me try this again. <laughs> so I read today the uh, the always anticipated AP. The Star Tribune really does reserve its page two for climate hysteria. Yeah. Uh, and today's uh, episode from the Associated Press, it doesn't have the always available Seth, uh, Seth Borenstein as the reporter, just as Associated Press with no byline. But the headline is, I mean, I have a, I have a word for all of you. We're going to have a little test here. Oh, Ready? Got my pen. Climate change poses risk to aging U.S. power grid. What's the most telling word in that paragraph, in that headline? Aging. That's right. Now. I was going to say that, too. I've done some linking. Yep. We're, we're being asked again now to understand that power outages are, are caused by severe weather. All right. Uh, as the warming climate stirs more destructive storms that cripple broad segments of the nation's aging electrical grid, according to an Associated Press analysis of government data. And we go on to learn that uh, these storms are intense and they're wreaking havoc with, with power outages. And 
isn't it just as likely that you're having power outages? The storms, it's just as likely that the storms are the same as they've been for eons. But we haven't carefully enough taken care of the power grid infrastructure. So you've got, you know, 50-year-old power lines out there that were were very capable of withstanding a storm when they were first built, but they've fallen into disrepair. Another way to say that is, if you really believed, if if you really believed that climate change is responsible for power outages, why haven't you done something to beef up the grid long before today? Good question. What are they spending the money on? Uh, there's there's nothing else I can I can uh, learn from this story because I don't buy any of it and, uh, and it, it's but it's become the template hmm. that if you have a storm now it's it's the result of man-made climate change. Well, if you really believe that, why aren't you uh, hectoring your uh, political operatives to uh, focus more on the power plants and the and the uh, grid structure, the lines, the poles? Uh, you would it would seem that would be in your annual budget maintenance of uh, now we're going to do North Dakota now we're going to do Wisconsin next year it's Minnesota case in point okay I then discovered on a news site I don't remember which one I think it was Carol Evan well you could have got it anywhere it's big news Puerto Rico is in, in uh, is undergoing an island wide power outage. There's more than a million people without power. Schools are closed. Governments are closed. And this is a bad time for that, by the way. It's getting warmer. Well, because of all of the people traveling there. Right. Spring break and whatnot. Have they, uh, did they ever fully recover from their horrible mess two no, years ago? No, But here, I'll, I'll cut to the chase here. Uh, Luma, the company that took over transmission and distribution from Puerto Rico's Electric Power Authority last year, said the blackout could have been caused by a circuit breaker failure Wednesday at the Costa Sur Generation Plant, one of four main plants on the island. The system is being restored little by little, said Kevin Azefido, Azefido, a vice president of Luma, adding the company is trying to complete the work. The people of Puerto Rico have to understand that it's a system with a lot of years Bringing back Puerto Rico's systems is a delicate and complicated process. Uh, it's going to require exhaustive investigation. Uh, the, the problem is, see, the problem wasn't the weather. The problem wasn't the climate. The whole electricity generating uh, industry has not kept up with the times. Right. You've got more people now demanding more electricity. And, but it's like every other aspect of American infrastructure has, has pretty much been allowed to be squandered by the adult children we keep electing to office. They don't take care of the basics. No, we're rolling the dice every year. Every day. So there you have it. Uh, we're told by uh, the always reliable Associated Press that climate change is causing power disruptions and uh, Puerto Rico's now island-wide blackout. I'm here to tell you that I think it's just as likely that uh, people uh, in position to do so haven't maintained the uh, electrical grid uh, as often and as uh, modernly as they should have. You're saying it looks like Chevy Chase's outlets That's on right. Christ- exactly. Christmas vacation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Loads of extension Everything's cords. plugged into one outlet. <laughs> Just one more and then it's poof. Yep. <laughs> but that's yeah. something to consider. And and I you know I think the average American won't. I think they'll they'll just say, oh boy, those storms are causing climate change, and look at the power outage. 
Well, maybe there wouldn't be a power outage if there had been better upkeep of the equipment. Right, right. If you really believe, really, really believe, true. That's wouldn't that what you would be harping on? Well, that's your bread and butter, of course. <sighs> My beef is with the first paragraph, the the assumptions that they just turn into hard, cold hard facts. Yeah. And, and present them as facts. Well, because they're getting away with that now because they've so successfully made that their narrative that it now goes unquestioned, except for the likes of us. Right. Because you hate the unnecessary adjective, right? right. With the paragraph that you just read. What, uh, the a- aging. Don't you hate that part? No. What do you mean do I hate that part? Well, you asked us The headline the said, climate change poses risks to aging U.S. power grid. And I said, what's the most important word in that headline? Said, it's aging. That's I was countering aging versus climate change. Are we gonna, the power he, pl- the power he, grid he li- is aging. Are we going to cut li- this out? Let's let's liked, edit this part out. He, he liked the word aging, Chris, because that is the key word. He didn't hate that word. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll, I'll go back and watch golf. Yep. <laughs> and I can't because the curtain's down. Whoa. And then they play Such, and then and then they what? tug at your emotional heart spr- uh, strings here, Such. The blackouts can be harmful, even deadly, for the elderly, the disabled, and other vulnerable communities. Yeah, of course they can. Mm-hmm. So that that really sinks the hook in deeper yeah. into our cheek. Yeah. What, what Kenny said. You guys know that John Thompson did not get the DFL endorsement. You're kidding. No. I did see that. Yes. This is uh, Ama- this is amazing, and it's it. It, it so opens up the what they're all about. This is a story in Alpha News from a week ago. Uh, but uh, Thompson lost the endorsement to Liz Lee during the Senate District 67 DFL Saturday convention, which would have been a week ago Saturday. It's unclear if Thompson still plans to run in the DFL primary. Why, why would you, John? You're, you're not, you're you not haven't valuable. Accomplished anything. You're, you're not valuable. Lee was congratulated by House Speaker Melissa Hortman, who leads the House DFL caucus. That caucus voted to expel Thompson during a closed-door meeting in September after the release of police reports that described his alleged history of domestic abuse. Uh, we've been through all that. We know all that. Uh, and we don't. We, we're arguing for many weeks about where he actually lives, and he had two different license plates, and on and on and on and driver's on. Driver's license. Yeah, uh, driver's license. And uh, the DFL... Uh, Courageously, this is their action. They courageously didn't endorse him. Should so, they? Uh, should they have endorsed John Strominger? <laughs> that's the Republicans. Such uh, Liz's plan has three pillars of success. Here we Re- go. Huh? Reinvesting in students and education. Sure, because we don't spend enough. Investing in safe and accessible if infrastructure doesn't mean anything, and fighting for economic and social justice. That also means nothing. So. <laughs> But you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. But isn't the A game to just get John Thompson? Well, I think out of I think I think any a tree would be better than John Thompson. <laughs> well, a tree now has rights. And if if this uh, her uh, gets Such, her way, Such, Such, stop talking, Such. The damn uh, trees will vote. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I clicked on investing in a safe and accessible infrastructure. Oh, you better strap strap yourself in, buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> The future is green, and the future of our econ- uh, economy is also green. Record high temperatures and recent extreme weather events have made it clear that climate change is an issue we must address immediately. She's a moron. <laughs> there is no time, and we only have one planet, 
As we work to rebuild a community of future generations, Liz will welcome investments in green infrastructure and green technology. Not only will this help revitalize a community, but it'll also make for a safer world for our children and grandchildren. I'm voting for John Thompson. <laughs> you want to get stabbed in the heart with a pencil? Close the gal with the with the tree leaf hat always gets yeah. me in that video. They're dangling over her face. Well, you you want to stay on that green energy theme? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. Let's Dateline, get it. Billings, Montana. That's heading west. A subsidiary, a subsidiary of one of the largest U.S. providers of renewable energy pleaded guilty to criminal charges and was ordered to pay over $8 million in fines and restitutions after at least 150 eagles were killed at its wind farms in eight states, according to federal prosecutors. Next Era Energy, a subsidiary ESI Energy, was sentenced to five years probation after being charged with three counts of violating the Migratory Bird Treaty Act during a court appearance in Cheyenne, Wyoming. The uh, charges arose from the deaths of nine eagles at three wind farms in Wyoming and New Mexico. The only reason this is getting attention is that they were eagles. Right. You know, how many starlings did he wipe out? True. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, plus, uh, uh, I, think I, I think I'm starting to side with Kenny's theory on eagles. Yeah, we've got too many. There's too we got, many. We got enough. Yeah. I, we need to I think we need to There's open too up a hunt. Eagles. Yeah. They're like squirrels. No, yeah. We need a spring hunting season no. on eagles. <laughs> yeah. How do you get a license for that? You, can, you, you can't even drive along Mississippi River Boulevard because the traffic has to stop for all the eagles crossing I want to be able to climb the tree and club those little baby eaglets to death. <laughs> oh, that's a hot wow. sports day. So huh? we're, we're 20 minutes into the show, and Kenny wants to start World War III and <laughs> kill, kill all eagles. the eagles. I'm trying to take... Take the heat off you, John. Oh, thanks, Kenny. All the heat's gone. We're all going to get suspended. The heat's gone. Don't worry the about it. The heat is gone. Oh, i got to look no at this sheet here. Na, na, na. Okay. In fact, that song, John, that was a that was a brilliant uh, piece of audio, wasn't it? What, what film was, was that? Climate with? Change? No, no, no. The Heat, the is, heat on. is On. It was from... Uh, uh, you know, it was you, out west. Your guys' movie. It was... Um, That's from Caddyshack. No, no, no. No, no. There was, it was about a cop. Oh, that was a documentary about... Um, there was uh, smuggling. It was smuggling something. It, was it William Valentine? I believe so. No, it wasn't <laughs> William Valentine. That was the uh, financial documentary. That was I don't need family. one, but I want a Crossfire 200 fuel-injected golf cart from EcoFun Motorsports. Uh, that would be a neat toy. Uh, wow. It has headlights, taillights, blinkers, a horn, a full roof, four-seat configuration with the rear flip-down seat to create a rear flatbed for hauling things around. You Five colors to choose from. You need a roof? Oh, that thing will get, get you a roof. Sixty nine ninety nine. They're having what? a moving sale right now. Wait, what was that price? Six thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That's a really good. price. I don't know what golf carts cost, but that's they always have good prices on everything at EcoFun, especially now because they got to empty the store. They're moving to their new location. The new building's almost done. So when they say everything must go, it's not an April Fool's joke. Got it. They got to get rid of this stuff. Be it. No, they don't have to get rid of it, but they would just soon. They would just soon. They would just soon sell stock. it rather than have right. to haul it down there in a they truck. Rotate stock. Be a, a Bentelli B1 e-bikes, uh, Bentelli step-through bikes, the fat tire e-bikes, twenty-five different types of e-bikes, forty-nine cc gas scooters, twelve ninety-nine. They turn every urban errand into an adventure, and they're getting hundred and fifteen miles a gallon. 
youth that. ATVs, dirt bikes. And I, I said the other day, I wish Tim would quit tempting me. Crossfire 200 fuel-injected golf cart. I don't need one, but I think I have to have one. You do. Just to haul these urchins around. Mm-hmm. Think how much fun that would be. Woo-hoo-hoo. Cruising up and down Maine. Hell yeah. Well, plus that would keep them out of my uh, old British stuff where they, they tend to not be as careful as I would prefer them to be. Right. You know. <laughs> Uh, it's EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, and uh, they are really having a wonderful, wonderful inventory sale as they prepare to shift to their new building. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. They are an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron rust and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. They will cut down on salt usage and protect all of your appliances. Trust me when I say bad water affects nearly every single aspect of your home. Your showers are better, your laundry is better, not to mention your drinking water. And another underrated aspect of this, a brand new state-of-the-art Connecticut water treatment system helps the resale value of your home. Please get in touch with my friends at Hoffman Water today. I had my Connecticut system installed years ago and it has made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Call them today for that free water analysis. 952-894-4040 or you can just visit them online today at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. I wish you would. Take and go, I, I, I'm, I'm rolling. Take and go on up there, yeah. And I'm not editing. He's yeah. a man who spends hours in hardware stores, <laughs> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Let's hurry up and do this. Joe Souchere. Yeah, no, Rook, uh, you're wrong. You can go on the spot there. Rook, you're wrong. It is not spring. <laughs> Dang it. It's fourth winter. Okay. Uh, and I'm hearing rumors that winter's going to run through August at least. But that doesn't matter. You need to call Aim High Construction, mn.com. Get the ball rolling with Chris and his crews for your project. Uh, and when winter finally breaks in August, Chris will be able to slap that deck up for you. They can do virtually anything deck-related, from brand-new builds to rebuilds to reskinning it with new boards, natural, composite, doesn't matter, fancy aluminum and cable rails. That's what they did for my joint in Minneapolis. Hoo-wee, what a showpiece that thing was. Beautiful. I swear the deck is what uh, closed the sale on that house. Very classy. If you've been dreaming about upgrades around your place, indoor or outdoor, it doesn't matter. Big, small, whatever. Chris and his crew can do it for you. But you need to get the ball rolling. Get on the list. He needs to acquire the materials and uh, get things worked out for you. AimHighConstructionMN.com is the website. All right, uh, Johnny Haidt, the U.N. voted to suspend Russia from its human rights body. Mm. 93 votes in favor of removing them. 24 were against removing them and 58 abstentions. And you, have, you have go, are going to report to us the 24 countries that voted to keep Russia on the Human Rights Commission. Yes, here they are alphabetically. Algeria, Belarus, Bolivia, Burundi, the Central African Republic, China, Congo, Cuba, uh, North Korea, Democratic PR of Korea, I'm assuming that's North, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Gabon, I don't know what that is, uh, Iran, uh, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, LAUPDR, I don't know what that is, anybody know? LAUPDR, Laos, are they a country? I have no idea. Uh, Mali, Nicaragua, 
the Russian Federation, which is Russia, of course, Syrian Arab Republic, uh, Uzbekistan, Vietnam, Zimbabwe, and Tajikistan. Boy, the stand countries were fully <laughs> in support much, of yes. that miserable country. That's only that 24, South Korea. Right? That is South Korea. The Democratic it Party is of South Korea. Korea. Formerly wow. the New Politics Alliance for Democracy. South Korea voted to... Why would they do that? President of South Korea, Moon Jae-in, correct? Yeah, I, I know him well. Oh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just verifying that. That's 24 countries? Yeah. So yeah. if yep. we have... Let me do some math here. We've and why got, would there have been 58 abstentions? What else 1, do you 000, idiots have to do? A thousand bombs <laughs> minus 24. Yeah. That's 976 bombs reserved for Russia. We're going to bomb the S out of all of those countries and Russia. Let's get this done. Well, you're oh, a, that's a hot spot. You're a, really in a positive uh, way. I'm very that. aggressive positive about getting Thursday. this over with, and I don't care if it brings on World War III. Let's take care of this right now. Some man step up to the plate, or one man. Good for Alaska Airlines. What did I miss? They stood up against wokeness. They announced it has launched a new gender-neutral uniform guidelines for flight attendants. <laughs> we have updated our uniform guidelines to provide more freedom and flexibility in individual and gender expression, the airline said. The airline said it will collaborate with Seattle designer Luli Yang to develop gender-neutral uniform items for frontline employees, such as flight attendants, customer service agents, and uniform lounge employees. Uniformed lounge employees. The announcement comes after a 2021 allegation by an Alaska Airlines employee that the airline's uniform policy discriminated against employees whose gender expression does not fit the male and female dress codes. Hmm. So they oh. took care of it. Uh, particularly non-binary employees, those whose gender identity falls outside the binary of male or fertile, a female, one or the other. Mm. <laughs> the previous policy required flight attendants to wear either male or female uniforms. Imagine that. One of them. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. The airline also regulated other aspects of dress like hairstyle, makeup, and jewelry based on the worker's assumed gender. But they're, they're going to clear all that up now. Uh, the ACLU stated in a letter at the time that, that Alaska's uniform uh, policy violated Washington's law against discrimination, which prohibits discrimination based on sex or gender identity, self-image, appearance, behavior, or expression. Behavior. I guess you can behave any way you want. I don't want to be forced into a binary uniform that excludes me and leads me to being misgendered at work. Justin Weatherell, an Alaska Airlines flight attendant and flight attendant instructor based in Seattle, uh, said in an ACLU statement. The latest update to the uniform policy will allow for more flexibility and personal expression for flight attendants of all genders. Uh, Alaska Airlines said all flight attendants will be permitted to wear fingernail polish, makeup, two earrings per ear, and a nose piercing. Is this real? Yeah, April oh, Fools? No, it's April CNN. Fools? It's from, I got it from CNN. Don't tell me they don't have some good stuff. Yeah. And that is North Korea. I did my homework and did research. Good. So it is, for wait, sure. Wait, Democratic wait, People's Republic wait. of Korea. Yeah, yeah not so. Is North. Yeah. Didn't, oh, jeez. Call back that one bomb, Kenny. Okay. It's too, uh, it's too, <laughs> he already hit send. He already right. hit send. Uh, We've also <laughs> updated our grooming policies to allow tattoos in more locations, more hairstyle op options, 
and are adjusting the names of our uniform kits to be focused on fit versus gender identifications. The company has also created personal pronoun pins that employees can choose to wear with their uniforms. So I see what you're doing here. You're being ridiculous. Alaska Airlines is. Yeah, okay. But we all want to look professional and we all want to be ourselves, said Monique Moe, a flight attendant based in San Diego. Your gender shouldn't define what you wear or how you look. Okay. I know a lot of flight attendants that would be very happy to wear a skirt. Well, I was just going to say, they copied Sun Country. Because haven't you guys been dressing this way for quite some time, or is that just your personal outfit of choice? I think that's just my personal outfit of choice. Got yeah, it. That's, uh, there's a distinction there, yes. Or do you use nail polish? Uh, only clear. It'd be nice if you'd shave your legs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just it's, saying. You know what? I shave just, up to the knee. Yeah. But you do apply nail polish. Yes. But she's not a flight attendant. He's not paying attention to no, anything I am. that's coming I, I, out of her I, mouth. I, I am. I just, uh, yep. you know. How are you? Man. True love when you do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Why don't we take a little time out here okay. and come back with our newsman, John Height. It's Reavers here for Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what he's called around these parts. Josh has been an investment consultant since 1978. This extensive career has given him the experience needed to manage your money in both up and down markets. Josh provides independent, personalized investment planning to individuals and small businesses, including retirement plans. Josh has been doing this for quite some time, and the thing that separates him from the rest is he will always give you straight talk and never sugar-coated advice. When you invest for yourself or for your small business with Josh, you get the same straight talk that you would expect from Mr. Money Talk. You also get an investment consultant who will work proactively with you to create a strategy that fits your goals. You can also hear him at the end of Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday with a full report. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. Or for more information, just visit his website, josharnoldinvestmentconsultant.com. I'm rolling here, Roz. You cannot stop. Yep. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Reavers. Joe Suchere. Reavers, yes, it sir. wouldn't take you but two minutes to clean that clip up that we just listened to off the air. Oh, Seriously, sure. can you get that cleaned up before the end of the podcast? Not today? before the end of today's show, but I can have it for tomorrow. Means, well, because I need what I'm recording it'll the never show happen. on. It'll no, never I'll happen. No, I'll make a note. I'll make a note. Uh, it's almost time note. for Johnny's news, so let's talk about Pro Turf. That lawn, a beautiful lawn. It's a click away. Uh, all you need to do is schedule this free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate. Do it now at ProfessionalTurf.com. They're going to send a highly trained, experienced service tech, years of experience, out to your home. Uh, he or she then going to analyze your lawn conditions, customize a three- to five-step program. If it's fertilizer and weed control uh, that's environmentally safe and guaranteed for superior instant results, you have to get that first treatment in. A beautiful, healthy lawn, that means no crabgrass, no dandelions, no broadleaf weeds. They're locally owned. They've been at it, well, since 82. You do the math. That free in-person lawn care estimate can be yours today, right now, if you click on ProfessionalTurf.com. Johnny's News. Here's John Height. Brought to us by ProfessionalTurf.com. ProfessionalTurf.com. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, One sports note before we get to news. The Twins did postpone today's season opener. They'll play Seattle 
tomorrow at Target Field. And on the eve of the season starting, they've made a big trade this morning. Reliever Taylor Rogers and outfielder Brent Rooker are going to the San Diego Padres in exchange for pitchers Chris Paddock and reliever Emilio Pagan. Uh, the 31-year-old Rogers, he's in the last year of his contract. He's making 7.3 mil, and he would be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. <laughs> However, he was Minnesota's most reliable reliever coming off a season that's so hey, named uh, as an all-star. Hey, Gladys. Uh, oh, no, we, this is going on Twitter. Don't worry, Ken. What are the Gladys neighbors Kravitz. doing, Gladys? <laughs> Gladys Kravitz <laughs> over there looking through the window. <laughs> I was looking at see if I can get a score. <laughs> yeah. Remind me of that Airbnb in Albertville. Yeah. <laughs> How, do you spell rapt? How do you spell rapt attention? R-A-P-T. No, okay. W-R-A-P-P-E-D. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Don't, 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 don't. I already get enough crap for my spelling. Oh, uh, John, you mentioned the Twins opener. Rook, did you know you can get into the game for tomorrow for under 10, 10 bucks? bucks? I heard. And did you know you missed the taste of this food? I don't know how I didn't get the yeah. email. I was not notified. Oh, I think that'd be a cohort in crime over here. Well, the problem did you was, go? No, I was here. Oh. The problem was I got the email when I was on vacation last week. Oh, okay. well, that's your, your excuse. But I chose leaving again. I felt, he takes his headphones off. I know. This is great. Why? We can say yeah. whatever we want right, right. now. Because he can't hear wow. me. This is, this is how he is at home, too. You know he's oh, standing yeah, in the yeah, living room yeah. peeking no, out. No, he's standing in the garage. Uh, there's a freshly opened um, adult beverage. Adult beverage. His fourth of the day. Yep, and he's going like this. His hands are in his pocket. <laughs> yep, yep, that's him. Yep, like this. yep, yep. He's watching the Masters. That's what he's doing. Yeah, that's all he's doing. But no, occasionally, occasionally he opens the service door and just peeks out a little bit just, just to, to see. see the weather. Yep, yeah. What's going on outside? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we are going to have a field day with there. this today. Hey, kid, don't touch that car. Okay, we get it. We get it. Ask me what time dinner is. Yeah. And then he just goes back and goes like this. Yep, that's him. <laughs> News notes from today. Speaking of the twins, uh, that's the transit. You put that Elmer Fudd hat on, too, don't you? He's you got have the little Stormy the, Cromer. The crab yeah. hand right now, the mangled hand. <laughs> he's got the, when you stand and talk to Joe and he does that, he's got the little head scratch all the time, too. You know, yeah. you know I'm thinking about back something. Back then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Are you... Uh, you're not using hair product, are you? Are you, are you, letting, it, are you letting it go natural? Are you, what are you talking about? Are you dyeing your hair? No. Okay. You in Vassalero? Uh, oh, he's, he must dump a quarter shoe polish on that <laughs> melon of his. Are you kidding me? Oh, God. Hi, Frank. How are you? Hi, Frankie. On. Since you said it, now I have to do this. What? Something along those lines. I forgot to tease him about that yesterday. <laughs> Dang it! Why did you forget? Oh, well, I have to remember that. So after uh, Such um, gets called to the pearly gates and he's gone, and fine, we're finally rid of him. Uh, who's going to play him in the biopic? <laughs> we've got we've got to we've got to find somebody to play the, uh, Joe in the biopic. John, would you continue the news, please? Let's start the continue. search now. Have I started? <laughs> I, did, I don't know if you started. You did the twin story. Yeah. 
By the way, you uh, get one, in for under 10, 10 bucks. bucks. Yeah. One more twin story. Metro Transit says its North Star Line will not provide service to Twins games this year. What? Because part of its funding has been withheld. According to Metro Transit, Anoka County, the largest county funding partner for North Star, is withholding its share of operating funds. They said they can't take on the extra costs, and therefore the North Star service target field for Twins games is suspended. Anoka County disputed that, however, noting it's just one of five funding sources for North Star. It says Metro Transit has sole authority in deciding which trips it will provide. So if you live up in my neck of the woods, you can't take the uh, North Star down to the Twins. So, A man killed while exchanging gunfire with police a Tuesday in Roseville had documented mental health concerns. And a source told our friends down at five eyewitness news officers responded to the suspect's home earlier in the day on a mental health call. Multiple law enforcement sources have confirmed to five eyewitness news the suspect who shot a Roseville police officer is 53-year-old Jesse Whirling. Whirling shot at both neighboring homes and Roseville officers responding to the shooting. About 100 gunshots were fired by Whirling, according to law enforcement. One responding officer was shot in the face but is in stable condition. That, according to Roseville Police Chief Erica Scheider, the officer, a three-year veteran with the agency, dragged to safety by his partners and was rushed to the hospital. I can add to that, John. Yes. Uh, Joe, listening to the anonymous listener who was close to the incident in Roseville, I thought I'd share my encounter. The CP and I were getting dinner and we were making our way home, and we came across the area on Victoria. This is the same area I grew up, the Shoreview-Roseville border, so I knew the area very well. I saw a buddy of mine who was with Ramsey County, and he said, get the hell out of there. So we moved to the north and observed from a distance. I have two items worth noting with this incident. No matter how you, No matter where you are, something can always happen. The second is, this is a perfect example of why police are needed. No crisis talker team could have stopped this guy. Only yeah. police could have. I will include a link to the recorded scanner audio from the scene. It shows just how terrifying that was and how it was handled. It was handled well by police. I, I forwarded this to you, Chris, but you weren't. You, you don't pay enough attention. I forwarded to you the uh, the uh, crime uh, audio, but I I think it's all 50. Could it be 55 minutes long? 55 minutes? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, never long, the, yeah. I never got to the... I never got to the... Right, but it takes a long a time hard. before you get to how harried this becomes. You know, that guy was shooting I, I at everything, wasn't it. he? Yeah. If you want. Yeah. 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 He was just shooting everywhere. If you thought the uh, large budget surplus we have would make it easy for lawmakers, uh, it's not turning out that way in the Minnesota legislature. The House, the Senate, and the governor all have plans for most of the money, but they all have very different ideas. The Republican plan focuses on income tax cuts by reducing the now lowest tax bracket. What? Yes, sir. You, what are you we hear doing? that bleed over is what you're saying, right? What? Are you hearing that in queue? It's, it's bleeding over, yeah. <clears throat> okay. I can hear it. Let's move on. Okay. Republicans also want to eliminate all income taxes on Social Security recipients in the state. Uh, Republican so does tax Kendall Qualls. Chair, uh, Republican Tax Committee Chair Carla Nelson of Rochester said the bill you have before you is a good tax policy. However, House Democrats proposed child tax credits to help low- and middle-income families. They also proposed a variety of spending proposals, including paid family and medical leave. They do not propose eliminating Social Security taxes, except for those with incomes under $75,000. Let's all move our cameras up like Joe has his right now. Let's do that. <laughs> what happened? 
I guess all I see is the top of Kenny's roadkill hairdo. <laughs> That's all we've been seeing for you. <laughs> I'm up there now. Yeah, now you are. <laughs> I uh, I was one of the very kind people who emailed me in the last couple of days, said the next time I see Kenny, he said every time he pulls a comb out to comb his beard, flick him in the ear. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Police are asking for the public's Look help he in keeps finding. One handy. Oh gosh! There it is. Yep, I'm not close <laughs> enough though to, to What's flick him in that? the ear. What's moving on that thing? <laughs> Police are asking for the public's help in finding a capuchin monkey that was reported stolen from a woman's car at a Cub Foods in Maplewood uh, on what Tuesday. What the hell's wrong with you? Got to have a monkey. Yeah, I suppose it's a, a care monkey listens? or something. Well, the worst part about it, it, the worst part about it is it was the babysitter. Seriously. The monkey was being babysat. Did the monkey have, like, that di- diaper on it? No. Like? According the, to the, the red I mean, who, Seriously, who would steal bun. a monkey? Well, who would uh, want a monkey? There's a black market for monkeys. Jeez. Would you like According, to touch my monkey? No. <laughs> According okay. to the Maplewood Police Department, the monkey named Coco Chanel was left inside a vehicle in a pink carrier in the Cub Foods parking lot on White Bear Avenue North. That's no-go Coco... zone, baby. That's no-go zone. <laughs> When Coco Chanel's owner returned, the monkey and its pink carrier were no longer in the vehicle. Uh, you're being asked if you notice suspicious activity between 8 and 8.30 in that area to call Lieutenant Joe Steiner with the local police department. Uh, speaking of animals, from the Pioneer Press, an anonymous donor has given $1 million to the Animal Humane Society in Golden Valley. They're calling it an early investment in a planned capital campaign to build a state-of-the-art care campus in St. Paul. The donation, one of the largest in the organization's 144-year-old history, the Humane Society in recent years closed its outdated Como location, but uh, opened a teaching clinic on University Avenue. It has purchased a warehouse near Casota Avenue and 280 in St. Paul with the goal of opening a sizable new care campus. In 2020, it received a $3 million gift toward the campus from the late Ken Melrose, the former CEO and chairman of Toro. That's who gave the mill? No, that's uh, a $3 million one that they got a couple years ago. The uh, new one we don't know. Anonymous donor. Ukrainian government uh, today has released what they claimed were intercepted radio recordings of a Russian commander telling his soldiers to take out Ukrainian civilians in Maripol. The Times of London reported about the obscenity-strewn recordings released by the security service of Ukraine. Ukraine. In one recording, an unidentified Russian soldier says he observed two people coming out of the grove in civilian clothing. He says he also spotted a vehicle, says he can't figure out whether it's a civilian vehicle or one operated by members of the military. A Russian commander shouts in response, take them all, bleeping out, off them all. The soldier accepts the command, saying, got it. The recording said to have come from a village outside of Maripol, a city on the northeast coast of the the Sea of Azov, that suffered near-constant Russian bombardment since March 1st. This makes no sense. These are... Uh, these aren't even human. This isn't human behavior. It's. Uh, but to, to carry those. Soulless. To carry out those orders it is soulless. That's, a, that's the, that's the uh, right uh, word for it. Are you meatheads going to sit here crying like a bunch of babies wringing your hands? Are you going to drop some bombs? Let's go. Let's get this done. Time to start killing some commies. Okay, now you're forcing me to get very serious. Good. My concern about that would be, I don't think you'd have this country rally behind such a proposal. That's it right there. You just hit a home run. I think that the uh, uh, there are 
too many people now in the United States who don't care about the United States and don't like it and are attempting to bring about the mystery version of the United States. What if this Sunday, instead of 9-11, we have 411 mm-hmm. and a couple of buildings go down? What, what's this country, how's this country going to react? I don't think you'd have the reaction that you had 21 years ago. You'd have finger pointing. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there the would country be no would come unity. together. There would be no unity. Nope. Children are in charge of this country. That's right. Adult children. And that goes for both parties. But that's also what Putin has taken advantage of. Yep. They mm-hmm. saw it and said, yep. these guys are morons. He, yeah, he's saying these people aren't going to do anything. No, even right. worse, Rook. He looked at us and said they're weak right now, which we are. We're weak. All we can do, apparently, is keep shoveling equipment to the Ukraines as fast as possible. Can we just load on the stuff that we left in Afghanistan? Can we give them that it stuff? It would be nice to go get that. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I follow a guy on Twitter, an American, uh, a veteran who went over there. He's fighting the good fight. And there's uh, actually a bunch of Americans that have worked their way into Ukraine through Poland that are actually fighting on behalf of the Ukrainians. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Pretty badass. Meanwhile, the U.S. House voted overwhelmingly last night to call for an investigation of war crimes against Russia uh, during Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Uh, there were only six votes against in the House, all six of those Republicans. The bipartisan legislation accused the Russian military under the direction of Vladimir Putin of committing a slew of war crimes, including deliberate targeting of civilians and non-military buildings like hospitals and schools. The bill, which mirrored similar legislation approved unanimously in the Senate last month, passed 480 to six. You know, not only would this country not rally behind it, I, I would love to know the percentage of Americans who couldn't find Ukraine on a map. And it reminds me of something I saw this morning. It was actually kind of funny. It was on the Daily Mail, but it's been haunting me ever since. It's a fairly attractive woman uh, being questioned to be impaneled on a jury, uh, to be impaneled on a jury for the Parkland High School shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said, I can't. I got a husband. And I got kids, and I got a, a. I have a sugar daddy that I have to take care of too. Oh, <laughs> she had that. Huh? And, and there's not a chance in hell she knows where Ukraine is on a map. No. no. So Ukraine is a country in <laughs> Europe. It yeah. exists uh-huh. next to another country called Russia. Right. Russia big, is a big bigger country. country. Is Russia is a powerful country. Powerful. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So. Basically, that's wrong, mm-hmm. and it goes against everything that we stand for. It's right Who is she talking to there? A hey, kindergarten class? No, a black DJ. Wow. Very yes. successful and popular. Yeah. But, Morning uh, show host, I believe. You have to wonder if she was being condescending. What does that mean? Talking down to that that's guy. Talk down to people. <laughs> Either that or she's just that stupid in all commentary. Do you want to hear it again? Just no, to see? no, okay. no. Hey, look at this story. I'm going to read this one and offer no comments on it in light of recent events, okay? Sure. The New York Times is updating its policies for how its journalists use Twitter. It is emphasizing that use of the social media platform is optional, (laughs) given the dangers of online harassment. In a memo to employees this morning, shared with The Hill, Dean Bakwat, the newspaper's top editor, announced what he called a reset in our approach, handing down new guidance dictating that maintaining a presence on Twitter and social media is now purely optional for Times journalists. Hmm. He wrote that he's been hearing from staffers about the challenges that Twitter presents, writing that staffers at the leading national newspaper often can rely too much on Twitter as a reporting and a feedback tool. 
Backwatch said it will be purely optional for Times journalists to use Twitter moving forward, and the organization's leadership will take steps to support anyone who decides to stop using that platform. Well, so that presupposes that the Times reporters had to, as a company policy, be on Twitter. That's what it sounded uh, like to me. It, it, um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't optional, it sounds like. I, I, th- I love the black helicopter thoughts I constantly have. Do you think this has anything to do with Elon Musk buying it? I wonder. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Good point. Oh, that because, is a hot uh, sports take. You would not call <laughs> him uh, a Twitter or a uh, Times guy. Huh? No. Two uh, musician deaths, one obscure, one not so obscure. The not so obscure is Bobby Rydell, the Philadelphia-born singer who became a teenage idol in the late 50s and early 60s. Uh, he died at the age of 79 in Abington, Pennsylvania. The cause, complications of pneumonia. Uh, Rydell was a pop phenomenon. Over the course of his recording career, 19 singles in the Billboard Top 40, 34 in the Top 100. He's also known for his role in the film Bye Bye Birdie, where he played Hugo Peabody mm-hmm. opposite Anne Margaret. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guitarist Joe Messina, member of Motown's famed Funk Brothers, dubbed the White Brother with Soul. Oh, by he the was the members. bassist. No, he was the guitarist. Oh, that's right. Glasses? Yep. Yep. I know. I can picture him. He wasn't the funk soul brother, was he? (laughs) Joe was 93. I hate doing these stories when Rooks here. I really do. (laughs) Born on December 13, 1928. When I first heard that, I thought it was a funk soul brother. No. Funk soul brother. Mm-hmm. Check it out now. Yep. Uh, what's the Ford great and, uh, What's the great movie, John, about the Funk Brothers? Uh, the great movie, Standing which, uh, in the Shadows of Motown. Uh, that's it. I was just going to mention it in yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. They had that uh, big, uh, big show about it. He actually quit playing guitar for like, like I said, like mm-hmm. for thirty years hmm. after Motown moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. He quit playing guitar and played harmonica, hmm. but then played guitar again when they got back together for that movie and some other things. Uh, he played on everything. I mean, Martha and the Vandellas, Four Tops, Temptations, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Uh, he also was paid a little higher than the other fellows in the Funk Brothers because he had established himself in Detroit. He was hired for a $10 an hour rate by Barry Gordy. Wow. How old the was other, he? other, he was 93. 93. The other Funk Brothers at the same time were only getting five bucks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, yeah. they were black and didn't deserve as much. Uh, you want to kidding clarify people. what you just... I'm okay, kidding, people. You. Uh, have you guys heard of the Mighty Diamonds, a Jamaican trio? No. Yes. Did well, you see the o- Did you see the obit uh, in Tuesday's paper, John? I did, yes. Yeah, Donald Shaw and Fitzroy Simpson, two members of the Mighty Diamonds, a Jamaican trio that helped lead the wave of roots reggae arising from Kingston in the 70s, died within days of each other. Shaw was 66, Simpson was 70. One of them, Tabby Diamond, Donald Shaw, was shot and killed outside of his home. The other guy was in the hospital dying of a disease anyway. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I knew them only because uh, my kid is a huge reggae fan. He he knows all the 70s, 80s, and current reggae bands. Yeah. So, yeah, he introduced me to a lot of that. We call that reggae or ska? Uh, they are reggae, from what okay. I've heard, anyway. I would call right. them reggae. I went, to, um, I went to Jamaica with my uh, sister-in-law, wife, and brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law, Billy, I love him to death. Uh, wonderful guy, really good ball player, former firefighter and Schmidt Brewery employee. But he's not the most complex guy that there ever was. <laughs> and when we went down there, it's hotter than hell. We're it's walking just going up, somewhere? Yes. Just we're let walking it, let up it a hill. Out. 
popping a couple of, uh, what is it, Jamaican Red Stripes. Red Stripes. And he says, geez, they just never quit playing that renegade music, do they? <laughs> renegade. I, about, I did the old spit the beer out yeah. of my mouth. I said, no, they, they did, really don't. Did you guys go cliff jumping when you were there? I did not go cliff jumping, but I did the Duns River Falls. So I'll tell you where he did go when he was there. What? McDonald's. Yes. No, it was, Bur- it was Burger, <laughs> Burger King. King. I got the best Burger Whopper King. I ever had Burger's King. Well, we did. It was my wife's cousin's uh, wedding that yeah. was down there, and we were with a group of people, a lot of guys that he went to college with, and his his one of his best <laughs> friends, his name is Mike. He's a brother from Iowa City, yeah. greatest guy ever. He watched all of us jump off, and he went, Nope. No, nope. he, he went nope. I bet I bet both of you two stayed in an all inclusive place, didn't you? Hundred uh, percent. The melt mine was private. It, I, we won it at an auction. Okay, here we go with Johnny. I remember because when we walked into Don't, the Nope, nope. Don't drive me crazy. Such, such, what? The secret to Jamaica is what? when you get there and you get to Negril, get your well, yeah, of course, Chris. Uh, <laughs> but get yourself a guy. And then that guy hangs out with you your entire stay in Jamaica uh, and gets you anything you need, uh, need and he protects you okay. from everybody else. Kenny, that's what I'll do then. Kenny, you are yeah. describing our experience. Yeah, that's when what When we do. went up the hill, we arrived there, we were supposed to find Tyrone. Yep. And I'm panically going, we've got to find Tyrone. Tyrone, where's Tyrone? Yep, yep. Uh, out the door opens, and he was walking with full confidence. Yep, hey, come on. Comes out the door, I am Tyrone. And he hey. took care of us the entire yep. trip. That's how it works. It's awesome. Protection. Tyrone. If you want to hear a great song. I ain't going there, anywhere there. where I need protection. You got Tyrone, bro. I, I don't think you're going to Jamaica then from what I've heard. <laughs> uh, Tyrone by Erica Badu, if you want to hear a great song. But that's uh, beside the oh, point. Oh, uh, Erica President, knows Tyrone. Cool. Erica Badu, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, President Biden, last night, Joe, you'll like this story. I know you, you love the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. So signed in. Signed into law legislation reforming the U.S. Postal Service in a bid to increase transparency and stabilize the financial footing of what he called an essential agency. The president listed off the critical functions of the Postal Service at a bill signing ceremony, which was packed with dozens of mostly maskless guests. He noted mail carriers helped deliver prescription drugs, bill payments to small Americans, and the votes of millions of Americans. The bill was the result of something that used to happen regularly in Washington but has become rare, bipartisan agreement. You know what we need? We need a a postage stamp with Joe Souchere's face on it. I just bought a book of stamps, $11 this morning. Every time I send a letter, and I just did it this morning, I sent uh, something in via the post, I push it in the slot and say, this one's for you, Joe, Thank every you. single time. I mailed, uh, <laughs> I mailed two pieces today. Give us the a call, Fox. people. What did you do with the <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about giving up on this show. This is <laughs> pathetic. Just reading the paper now. No, I'm trying to find today's edition of Gas Guzzling. It was in a story about the new fuel standards. And uh, yes, apparently automobile manufacturers can get credit uh, for 100 miles for an electric vehicle, which will help them keep their fleet average at 49. Oh, you mm. should write about that for Sunday. And and <laughs> and uh, in the story, it mentioned gas guzzling vehicles. Of course ah. it did. Gas guzzling. Yeah. Any spew? Any mention of spewing? No, I don't think there was spewing in this okay. one. That uh, fox that bit nine people on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., they did euthanize it, and they found out, yes, it did test positive for rabies. Mm. The fox uh, was tested. The statement identified the fox as an adult female, said her kids, known as kits, K-I-T-S, were found and captured. 
Officials said they had not yet determined what to do with the kits. In the statement last night, D.C. Health confirmed the Fox tested positive. All known victims of the Fox attacks are being contacted. They urged anyone who came into physical contact with the Fox to contact health officials. Uh, Both Representative Amy Barra and Politico reporter Ximena Bustillo confirmed to CBS News that they had been attacked by a fox while uh, walking outside the Capitol. Barra said a fox came up and attacked the back of his leg totally unprovoked, but said the bite was minor enough not to pierce his sock or his skin. Bustillo said she felt a pinch on her ankle that she believed to be a squirrel or a dog, but then looked down to see a fox. Both Um, said the fox, yes. Did anybody ask? I'm I'm wondering what what did the fox Fox. say? When I told the folks back home that I was coming to Oktermakti, they said, wear the fox hat. Yeah, you got to wear the fox hat. <laughs> wear the fox hat. Yeah, fox did run away after biting those two folks. Joe's really giving up on the show now. He's just, he's defeated. Joe is defeated. I want to leave and drive up to Giants Ridge and just live there by myself. You know, if you want to be a quaint Alone and just and just, just live there pensive. by myself and experience the quiet and experience nature. A lot of fox nature. up there, Joe. Yeah. Yes, a lot of there fox. is. Better yes, there the is. Got to wear the hat. And any <laughs> day now, this weather is going to break, and you can start playing two of the greatest golf courses in Minnesota: the Legend and the Quarry. Great summer special, thirty-seven hole special. Play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day. Thirty-six holes of Minnesota's best golf. That's June four to August twenty-nine for one rate, and they'll throw in lunch at the Wakuda Grill. Between rounds. Yeah. For more than a decade, national golf publications have ranked the legend in the quarry at Giants Ridge near or at the top of the best golf destinations in the world. It's also becoming a mountain biking destination. It's now home to the largest lift serve mountain bike park in the Midwest with 18 miles of purpose built trails, including 10 lift served gravity trails. The cross country trails are great for the beginner and intermediate riders, which would be me. Also, great drone uh, coverage, flyovers of the whole place. Uh, take a look at that. Go to the uh, giantsridge.com. Mr. Positive, Mike Schoonover, is on the line. Uh, the Fender Bender Mender, Mike Schoonover. He runs Schoonover Body Works and Glass in Shoreview, 1060 County E in Shoreview, just a little bit, a titch east of uh, County of Lexington on County E. Uh, it is Positive Thursday, so hiya, Michael. How you doing? Hey, Kenny. I'm doing well. It's good to be here with you. I have an agenda today. First, uh, a bunch of questions. First question. How's business? Business is good. I think I think business will continue to be good because it's going to snow into June. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. Uh, good. So we like that. We like to hear that you guys are keeping busy. Have you found the employees you've been looking for? How's that uh, going? Well, Kenny, with the help of a GLer, we got a referral of a uh, of a technician who's going to start here on Monday. Oh. Um, and so that's good news. So a, a GLer helped us out and found, uh, found a body technician for us. So we are still, uh, looking to replace one of our painters who had left us last uh, fall. So, um, and things are, things are crazy. So my, my painter, Brian is just, he's, um, you know, the water is almost up to his nostrils. So, um, <laughs> we're, we're hoping that we can get him some help. So if there's any GLers out there that, are a painter or no painter, we got a great position available. 
Yeah, get a hold of Schoonover or even get a hold of me. I can put you in touch with Mike and Schoonover Body Works. Now, the final question. Uh, Big weekend coming up, big Saturday, April 9th, uh, Lakeville North High School. Are you guys prepped and ready for another heart screening? We are. And, and, you know, more importantly, we're going to be, you know, celebrating your birthday. And yes, uh, thank you. And screening hearts, so uh, we'll remember you while we're doing that. And uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a bunch of doctors. Can always use more, but we have a bunch of doctors, so we have good co- coverage on doctors and cardiologists. We have sonographers, uh, the people who do the echo, uh, the echo use the echo machines. Um, easy for me to say uh, <laughs> that take pictures of the hearts. We got a, just a overwhelming support from that that crowd so that's looking good ekg technicians are looking great medical people it we're we're in really good shape and kenny we got a wait list for boys and girls good uh then so it's going to be uh it's going to be a great day we are really excited and it's going to be uh it's going to be wonderful so we're really looking forward to it a gler actually contacted me via email wanting to figure uh find out and figure out how uh, she could hook up her son with you this weekend, um, I forwarded her, forwarded her uh, the play for Patrick information. What is that? Do you have that on hand? It's uh, playforpatrick.org slash Lakeville, or or uh, just it'd probably be easier at this point because we're kind of late in the in the deal. Is uh, just get a hold of Mike at playforpatrick.org. Perfect. Meanwhile. Uh, if you need glass, service, bodywork, oil changes, tires, and if you know a painter, do what we do. Call up Schoonover Body Works and Glass, 80 years strong in Shoreview, always rated as one of the best body shops in the metro. Thank you, GLers, for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com, and thank you, Mike. You're listening to Garage Logic right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking to you about your business right now, telling the thousands of loyal GLers about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with the Garage Logic podcast. It's easy. Visit garagelogic.com now, enter keyword partner, P A R T N E R, fill out the form. We'll get in touch with you very quickly. Once me and the dummies start talking about your company, you're going to be amazed at how many GLs just start showing up. Easy to do. Do it right now. Visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. I'm rolling. Well, it'd be fun to do that all again, wouldn't it? Truth, justice, and the souchere. I believe it was Tuesday because John was suspended yesterday. Flip Wilson. I believe it was Tuesday. You had the story of the fellow. We determined it was becoming an annual story of the fellow who only drinks beer in Lent. Gives up everything else, food and what have you, but he drinks beer. And Scott Mature out in Montana said, Joe, listening to the story of the gentleman who fasts for the 40 days of Lent and sustains himself solely on beer. This was common practice of the Trappist monks of Belgium and northern France, as well as Catholic monks in Bavaria and other regions regions of Germany for centuries. So much so that they even brewed specific beers for those 40 days. Boy, talk about a best beer. Pushing back with a pint, Scott, out at uh, Lone Mountain, Lone Mountain, Lone Mountain Ranch in Big Sky, Montana. <clears throat> now, speaking of beer, uh, Reavers, you probably should have been aware of this. Okay. Are you aware that uh, Minnesota, three Minnesota beers have made the list of the top 50 beers in the United States? Yes, I, I know of two of them, I believe. Uh, I didn't know three had made it. Summit, 
Shells and Surly. Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know Shells made the list. Mm-hmm. I knew Summit and Surly did. A few Wisconsin breweries made the list, including New Glarus, Minhas, and Stevens Point. Was there a specific beer attributed to both Surly and Summit, or was no. it just the brand itself? The, uh, the brewer. The, uh, the brewer. Okay. Uh, and today, I did not know this. Today is National Beer Day. Huh. Well, um, and I did not know, know this. That. Beer is actually the third most popular drink in the world, behind what? Water. Yes, and orange Wine. juice. Nope. Between water, not, has to be something natural. Soda, pop, coke. Wait, no, no, no. I think I have it. Oh man. It is, okay. No, I don't need that, Reavers. Water? It's you don't be- even know what I'm going to Sure I do. Uh, tea. Oh, tea. Oh, okay. duh. Yeah. Fail. Beer is third most popular drink in the world behind only water and tea. And do you know that beer dates back to 9500 B.C.? Wow. Who came up with the idea? And Rook, Jesus. Rook, you Maybe. know what number four was. <laughs> do you want to feel so energetic? No, God. I knew that's what you were going for. <laughs> Love that. So many babies. Only because so, they come to us. Oh, yes. Beer is more popular than coffee? Yes. That's, oh, that wow. That's a, that's a good point, yeah. Johnny. Huh. Only because they come to us all the way from Apollo Beach, Florida, from the traveling Lyman's. On this day in 1846, you got April 7th. the St. Paul Post Office was established in Henry Jackson's store. Huh. So there. On this day in 1866, April 7th. in Washington, D.C., the Boy Fort Ojibwe signed a treaty ceding their lands in St. Louis and Cuchiching counties and establishing the Net Lake Reservation. And finally, on this day in 1924, April 7th. A warrant was issued for the arrest of Joseph Friedman, operator of the Tower Theater in St. Paul, where he had shown clips of the Dempsey-Gibbons boxing match. Tommy Gibbons, a St. Paulite who later became Ramsey County Sheriff, went 15 rounds with heavyweight champion Jack Dempsey in Montana on July 4, 1923. Because boxing was illegal in some states at the time, Interstate shipment of such pictures was outlawed, and Friedman would be charged with receiving and exhibiting fight films in violation of federal law. Isn't that something? That is something. Thank you, GL. Jack Dempsey? That's that's, that's right. Wasn't he the, uh, who was the bare knuckler? I don't know. Uh, Jack Johnson. Sullivan. Sullivan. Mm. He was the big boxer that was. uh, This is one of our best shows ever. Without a doubt, hands down. (laughs) My hands are down. Just My hands are this down. One. Keep yeah. this one when we're off and play it. Uh, try to search for this one in the Pod MN library. You might not be able to find it. We're probably going to delete this one. We're off today and we played it. But if you want to find, <laughs> you want to find others, uh, there is a. We library. weren't off. You might have been a little off, but we were. We were pretty good. You're Pod calling is. for war and killing eagles. Right. <laughs> I, I, in my, my defense, <laughs> I thought I was still suspended. So. No. I think you played it well, Johnny. You played it well. Also, hey, GarageLogic.com, we got stuff on for sale, don't we? That's right, GarageLogic's online shop. Okay, you can find stuff, shirts, uh, you know what, I'll tell you what, if you want to do me a favor also, go to the YouTube page for GarageLogic and sign up because you're going to get clips, entertainment, education, and really boring stuff I know. I know the mayor has nothing else to do today. How about we do a bonus show? (laughs) Another show after this one, Brad? I can't. Oh, let's do one more. Come on, Broski. National Beer Day. I have a thing. Give Masters. me. Masters. Right. Give me a cha. 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 Cha.
It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy. Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold is with us once again. GLers, now is absolutely the time for you to also pick up that phone and make that free 48-minute financial consultation phone call by doing just what I did. Pick up that phone and call 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you get Mr. Money Talk and you're also going to get straight talk and you're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And Josh, today it's all about the Fed, and of course, it's all about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, what an athlete with a tremendous mentality. Always ready to come back. Never ready to quit. If I were to be a betting man on very long odds, and nobody wants to take the odds on the gambling stock that I still like, even though they continue to trend down I'd still take Tiger Woods to finish in the top five at the Masters. The mentality that this guy has, I'm in it to win it. In this market that has been beaten down on continued worries about the Federal Reserve and what they're going to do with interest rates, how they're going to become very aggressive to fight inflation, and the market taking a big turn late Tuesday after one Fed governor, who's the vice chair, Laley Brainerd, went from being a dub on interest rates and inflation to being an outright hawk, saying we've got to go fast and rapid to raise interest rates and roll off the balance sheet. He is probably the last individual standing with a dovish stance, and she actually now follows with the Fed, which, in my estimation, has been tightening the money supply for well over the last six months, at least by not buying bonds and actually selling bonds and reducing the balance sheet. The raising of the short-term interest rates, quite frankly, their jawboning had already done that. And you can see that in the action on the long end of the curve and even in the mortgage market, as mortgage rates are now close to 5% and the effects on the Fed and starting to cool inflation with those things that they can do is starting to hit certain corners of the market. Mortgage rates, as I've said, are up. New home applications are down. Home building stocks have moved into bearish territory and are selling pretty cheaply. Home Depot, Lowe's are trading at Lowe's for the year, and they have seen price target cut on concerns about inflation, rising of costs for lumber and transportation. Retail stocks, broadly speaking, have been down in the last several weeks with uh, a few exceptions. Bank stock. I've never been a bank stock investor. Well, I take that back. Once in 2008, I bought J.P. Morgan for for a quick trade, which made some money. Other than that, not a bank investor. Bank stocks, which have been touted to go up as yields went up, now bank stocks are trading at lows and look to go lower. The concern, again, is not just rising interest rates, but worries about loan repayments. Definitely a sign of a slowing economy. Transport stocks had been leaders, now laggard. In the last few weeks, energy stocks have been flat. Utilities have been up. Everything else 
has been down, again, on worries about the Fed. I am of the belief that a lot of the Fed may be priced into stocks for longer-term investors, and I'm probably considered more of a bull than a bear. But yes, I do have some cash available to take advantage of any of these pullbacks that are going to come. Yes, the market is going to continue to be volatile. But yes, owning stock or owned assets with companies that are producing a product and can grow their revenues or eventually are going to grow their earnings that should produce an upward movement on the stock. And that's where I want to be. Growth is still the place to be. Not going to be a straight up climb, as we have said, but long term growth is still the place to be. Very good, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time to pick up that phone and make that call to get that free 48-minute financial consultation by calling 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thanks so much for the time in the chat. Enjoy the Masters this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. You got it. We'll see how Tiger does. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.